bucks. Never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. I really do believe that Giannis would like to find a reason to stay in Milwaukee. I think he really likes Milwaukee. I think he's comfortable there. Um, But, you know, his expectations may or may not be realistic. I mean, you know, um, obviously there's some really talented guys on the team right now. They want to ship a couple years ago, you know, with with Drew and with Chris and and the Lopez twins, although uh, Robin wasn't there, but Brooks certainly was. But, you know, it's not the easiest market to get free agents to come to. So while I know he would love to see, you know, great talent sign with Milwaukee, that's a tough pull, don't you think? Yeah, I think there's probably something to that. Uh, And I, I think there's always been something of if, you know, can LeBron get somebody to go to Cleveland? Right. But if you think about it, did LeBron really get anybody to go to Cleveland? I mean, he forced him to make the trade to get Kyrie. Right. So he to get Kyrie and then Kevin Love and all of that. So he made them do that because he didn't want to play with Wiggins or whatever. Uh, but other than that, he wasn't like he got Durant to go play in Cleveland or Wade right. to go play in Cleveland. He ended up leaving to go play in South Beach. He himself, Bruce, never really got that true superstar to go play in Cleveland himself. And Midwest cities, it's a tough pull, like you said. You know, I mean, Chicago might be the exception there, but look, I mean, you know, they brought back everybody this year for next season as well. So it's not like they were getting marquee guys to sign. The guys that they got, you know, came in trades, sort of like Milwaukee when they brought, you know, Drew Holiday in. You know, Chris has kind of been there since, I mean, he had a cup of coffee in Detroit at the beginning of his career, but he's pretty much a lifer with the Bucks. And, uh, you know, I personally... I mean, I've always thought Milwaukee was kind of a cool place. I've known people from Milwaukee. I think it's underrated, you know. I mean, not to compare it to Buffalo, but I've spent some time in Buffalo. Buffalo gets bashed all the time, right? Buffalo is a pretty nice place, particularly in the summertime. You don't want to be there in February. Right. But, you know, um, some of these places, you know, you get tagged with a reputation and it just sticks no matter what. But since the Fiserv Forum was built and the whole development around that, you know, downtown, I mean, it's really transformed the place, I think. Yeah, Bruce, great to have you on and appreciate, you know, your guys' interview with Giannis gave us some really great content and everything. And, um, you know, going off of that, I think as far as keeping Giannis here, he has said too multiple times that this type of city is what fits him more than a big city, more than a big market where, you know, he's going to get a lot more, even even more attention than he would be getting here. He's always kind of said, hey, I'm comfortable in a place like this. I like being in a place like this. And so I'm not necessarily worried about ever, you know, him leaving for that reason. And as far as, you know, I, I know he's talking about they got to stay on the same page. They got to stay committed. And that's the stuff he's said literally his whole career is just like as long as they're, you know, committed to winning a championship and we're all on the same page, I'm going to want to be here. And if not, okay, then that opens the door to me leaving. Um, me and Sparky have talked about how their their next big I guess chance to go get a a the next star for him or the next guy alongside him is next off season because they're going to have three first round picks to trade during the draft next off season along with the contract of Brooke Lopez the possibly the contract of Drew Holiday depending on what he does with his player option you've got Marjan Bochamp so he's a young guy that you could potentially trade so there there is an avenue next off season for them to go trade for someone and that's where you know because you talked about free agents it's it's never I'm never expecting them to go get a bunch of great free agents and they don't really have the money right now to do so that when they are paying Giannis a ton, paying Chris a ton, blah, blah, blah. But 
as far as a trade goes, I think that's the time when we really could see us make that next push and, you know, kind of show him that, hey, we're we're trying to keep this thing moving. You know, we're not just going to go with Chris and this kind of assuming they don't win the title this year if if they if they don't, um, because if they do, I I think everything's all good. But if they go with Chris, Drew, Brooke, they're kind of just saying, hey, we're, we're not completely set in that. And I think they're going to, you know, potentially make a move down the road. Um, but I wanted to kind of ask, do you think this is just a smart move on his part, smart like business move to basically say, you know, keep the pressure on the organization and not let them, you know, if you're just like, hey, I want to be in Milwaukee, I'm going to stay in Milwaukee. That takes a little bit of pressure off of them. And it, I think, I think he knows that. I think he knows that he wants to keep applying that and say, Hey, you guys got to be at the top of your game, like organization, coaches, players, like everyone's got to be on the same page and at this level. Um, Cause if, again, I, I just, for me, I've always looked at it that way. I'm like, I think it's smart for him to do that. I'm actually happy he does that. I'm happy he comes out and says stuff like this because I'd be worried if he was just like, Oh, well I'll stay no matter what. And I don't like, it doesn't seem like he really cares how well everything's going. Like I want things to be, you know, I want there to be some type of pressure to win with him you know, while he's here. I think uh, by holding management's feet to the fire, um, he probably feels like, you know, he's doing what he can to try and, you know, nudge things forward. But, you know, some guys try to recruit other players as well. You know, now I don't know if that's the kind of relationship that Giannis has with other people. It sounds like it isn't because when he was talking to us during the podcast and I asked him about Elijah Wan and he's talked about how he doesn't like to work out with active players because he says, when I'm around you, I become your friend and I don't want to lose that edge. So I don't really know how he is as far as being around other players. Does he have like like the banana boat guys, right? The, the, the Carmelo, LeBron, Dwayne Wade. Chris Paul group, those guys, you know, they'd go on vacation together and stuff. I don't know if Giannis has those kinds of relationships. Uh, and if he doesn't, it's going to be, you know, it, it won't be, it'll be awkward for him to try and recruit, you know, future teammates or, hey, when your contract's up, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, John Horst can't do that. That's tampering. But, you know, at All-Star Weekend, Giannis could. I don't know yeah. if he would. Yeah, that's just it. That that's where it's going to have to happen. It's going to have to happen at All Star Weekend, and that's where the the relationships have formed. This whole thing of if I'm around you, I'm going to become your friend. I'm going to lose my edge. I think that's Kobe stuff. I think that's KG stuff. Remember, and Jason Kidd had him around Kobe, KG, John Stockton. All these guys were uh, all around Giannis while Kidd was there. Um, and it seems like a lot of that dog mentality that KG and Kobe probably had. Uh, back in their playing days that that he got down with and, and kind of made that his mentality. Let's talk about the Olajuwon stuff. I can't think of many guys that went and worked out with Olajuwon that came back worse. I can't think of many guys that went and worked with Olajuwon that weren't significantly better in some aspect, whether they came back with a move all of a sudden that they didn't have before or their footwork all of a sudden became a lot better than it was after working out with Olajuwon. As a Bucks fan, I'm jacked because back in the day, because I'm old. Back in the day when Bogut was here, number one overall pick, I begged and pleaded with him to go work with Olajuwon. Just pleaded and begged, and I was ignored. Uh, but now here with Giannis, because everybody says, "Yo, like he's, you know, he's he's a version of Shaq, uh, you know, and so forth." Uh, he doesn't want to play center. He he don't want to be a five. That, that's not what he wants to do. But 
maybe part of this with Adrian Griffin is, hey, man, I want you to play with your back to the basket a little bit more. I want you to work in the post a little bit more. And maybe that's where the Olajuwon element comes in. What do you think about that, Bruce? I've said for a long time that, um, you know, and I said this to Giannis when I asked him the question. I said, everyone always talked about the next MJ. Everyone always talked about the next Kobe. Nobody ever talked about the next Olajuwon. And I said, I believe that's you. Now, granted, their offensive games are different. You know, Giannis isn't the low post, you know, beast that Olajuwon was. His footwork isn't quite what Olajuwon's was. But as far as the total man, as a teammate, as a player, uh, as just um, the kind of character. I mean, look, they're both Nigerian. They both wear number 34. I always kind of felt like he's kind of Hakeem 2.0. And now that he's going to work with him, if he's able to borrow some of what Akeem can teach, and Akeem has worked out with lots of guys, and, and the main thing is the footwork and the low post moves. If he can combine uh, you know, increasing his efficiency down there and also improve his free throw shooting a little bit, because it can be kind of iffy now and again. Because if you're a low post present and you miss free throws, then you know what? You might as well shoot from outside because you gotta you're gonna shoot better than 50% from out there. If you're a 60% free throw shooter, I don't think that's good enough. So yes, I agree with you, Sparky. I don't think there's any possible way that he's going to come away from working with Akeem Olajuwon. And even if he just adds one or two little things, he's going to be better, but then he's got to knock down those free throws. Cause if he's going to be getting close to the rim um, and, and they're going to foul him, he's got to make him pay.